Bladder Diaries, the podcast your bladder wants you to listen to. Tune in to a conversation between a urologist and a former patient about UTI, IC, PBS, and the role your whole body and mind play in maintaining a healthy bladder. Hi guys, it's Anastasia and Ori here. Today we're going to have a first episode in our series of recurrent UTIs and long-term antibiotic usage. Um, something that uh, we wanted to preface before we get into long-term antibiotic um, options are and when they could be applicable is uh, to just tell you right away that uh, we are assuming that you've done everything else to rule out any other uh, causes of your uh, UTI-like symptoms. So if you've been dealing with UTIs for months, years, or even decades, then you should have had a full workup to rule out other causes of your UTI. So that could be anything from an anatomical things, so kidney stones or some obstruction of the urinary system. It could be from major medical conditions. So if you have diabetes or some immunologic di um, disorders, or it could be related to diet. So if you unfortunately have a very poor diet and are eating um, things that um, kind of increase the risk of infection, so lots of sugars, simple carbs, those sorts of things, um, that those are all things that can cause you to be more likely to have UTIs or recurrent UTIs specifically. And in that case, a doctor should at some point have done a full physical examination. So for the ladies, that means um, evaluating your vaginal health with a pelvic examination, um, vaginal cultures to make sure there's not a, a recurrent source of infection from the gynecologic system. And then for men, that's a prostate examination, a full um, genital examination to make sure there's no obstruction or problems in within the genital system. And then that also includes uh, imaging of the inside of the body. So that could be with an ultrasound, a CT scan, MRI maybe, um, just to make sure again that there's nothing within the system that that's obstructed, different, that could be causing uh, your urine infections, especially if you've had surgeries um, um, or something like that in the past. So our kind of the basics, uh, physical examination, a history, and imaging studies to make sure that there's not uh, an obvious reason that you're having these uh, recurrent UTIs. Right. And, and also, if, if it's a new thing, like if that has been happening for past year or so, just a general health check to see if you have developed any chronic diseases that could be making your immune system more predisposed to infections, variety of infections, uh, UTI is one of them. Sometimes UTI-like symptoms are not necessarily UTIs. Uh, for example, I haven't been working out for a while. I started doing my squats again, uh, now in a very uh, freestyle manner. And I do feel a lot of tightness in my um, uh, pelvic region. And I would even say kind of UTI-like feeling when I go to the bathroom. So, um, and this is quite quite often for folks to have uh, some pelvic muscle spasms or pains related to variety of reasons. But bottom line, rule out everything else before you jump to conclusion that the only thing that can save you is antibiotics. So if you did do that and rule everything else is you're in the clear, everything's in green, then uh, antibiotics could be a logical next step to consider. So let's start with uh, getting on the same page on definitions. And since the name of our series are long-term antibiotics work and urinary tract infections, let's define what actually infections 
are, because there are a lot of different things that uh, could be understood by that. And given the fact that we now know that bacteria are omnipresent in our bodies uh, and in including bladder, what differs an infection uh, versus microbiome versus i.e. such a term as colonization? Let's get started. Yeah, so that's great to start at the beginning. Kind of when I think everyone in the world kind of thinks of an infection, they think of this bacteria that's coming in and invading the body and causing some kind of symptoms that um, are bad for the body. So before we kind of delve deep into that, um, you mentioned some key terms, microbiome colonization. So there are, we know that there are trillions, trillions and trillions of um, bacteria within our body. Um, and when we, we specifically are talking about bacteria, but there's also other organisms, so viruses, um, fungi, um, protozoa, all of these other things that can also cause infection, not just bacteria. But specific, um, being more focused on bacteria, um, because those are what are more likely to cause urinary tract infections, um, we know that our body has many, many, many trillions of um, bacteria, and not all of them are bad. We now know that um, there are these good bacteria or these bacteria that live in uh, symbiosis with us and actually are vital for us to function. So they help us digest our food. They help us catalyze enzymes so we can um, um, do just normal functions that we need on a daily, um, uh, daily basis to survive. So these are called the microbiome. They live um, most well-known in our gut, but um, they're within the vagina, they're on our skin, they're in our mouth, and they're actually also in um, our bladder. That's actually something that was more recently discovered because when I was in training many moons ago, um, we really thought that there was no bacteria within the bladder, that the bladder was a sterile, completely free of bacteria zone. And now we realize that there are actually healthy bacteria that live within the um, bladder. So these bacteria do not cause infection. They're not bad. They're actually awesome and we need them to survive. So those are separate from infection. And then kind of moving along is something called colonization, which probably many of um, women, men who've been heard the term recurrent UTI might have heard as well. And so colonization is actually when this other group of bacteria, so this is when we kind of start getting into the quote unquote bad bacteria. So these are bacteria that actually might be found in um, a healthy state, but at very small levels. So these are things like um, E. coli, which is a common uh, cause for urinary tract infections. So E. coli, when it starts to get higher than that very small level, so it starts to grow and it's uh, more easily detected, that can be called colonization. So for example, some women might have um, E. coli within the vaginal system, and that could be a source for uh, recurrent urinary tract infections when the E. coli go uh, into the bladder. But with colonization, there's not a true infection. So you're not gonna have symptoms, whether that's um, the, the obvious symptoms of urinary tract infections like uh, burning, pain, blood in the urine, that sort of thing. But on a test, we can, kind, we can see that there's these uh, abnormal kind of bad bacteria um, in the system. Now, it's really a continuum from colonization to infection because infection is when this group of bad bacteria are actually starting to cause symptoms. So that can be a wide range. So symptoms um, might be, again, the obvious signs of urinary tract infections 
or it might be um, the fact that there's um, a little bit more white blood cells in the bladder. That's um, kind of our body's first response to an infection, kind of building up our immune cells to attack the infection. So someone who has um, kind of this very mild infection might not really have any symptoms, whereas, you know, someone who has a very um, major infection might, you know, obviously be running to the bathroom or might have blood in the urine are obvious signs. So again, a colonization and infection are somewhat on that spectrum from more bacteria to kind of large amounts of bacteria that are causing symptoms or disease. Right. And perhaps also uh, the degree of severity of symptoms that they cause since we do know that um, uh, there, there were some clinical studies done on certain strains of E. coli bacteria that were intentionally placed in uh, to women's bladders in order to get them colonized with uh, these strains of E. coli bacteria that are less virulent than mm -hmm. the ones that cause this inflammation and blood in your urine and pain. But at the same time, they kind of present in your urine, they, uh, they grow in the bladder, uh, and they cause very mild symptoms such as, uh, you know, smelly urine, cloudy urine, but they do not uh, turn into this full-blown infection and full-blown, you know, immune response of your body. So definitely a gray area, so to speak. And that's important for us to remember uh, by the time we're going to be discussing um, UTI-related urine tests, uh, mm -hmm. it's important to remember that, you know, you could be colonized, you could have an infection, and you have a microbiome in your bladder that always have bacteria. So don't have this mindset that you take antibiotics to kill all the bacteria in your bladder. <laughs> kind of don't assume that. Um, okay, so I hope, I hope we define that well uh, for our listeners. And let's jump into um, another part of this, um, kind of another part of the name of the uh, of this series that, you know, we, uh, going back, it's a, uh, long-term antibiotics for recurrent and chronic urinary tract infections. So uh, let's define what are recurrent and chronic uh, when it comes to infections. Um, let's start maybe with, you know what, let's start with the opposite uh, side of the spectrum and let's start with acute infections because this is another word that is often uh, used in uh, urology uh, offices and let's, let's make sure we, we define it. All right, so acute, and this is again, what we will not be talking about in this series. So acute UTIs are those um, UTIs that um, are occurring now. So they're a new onset of the typical urinary symptoms. Again, the burning, the pain, the blood in the urine. Um, so they're, they're kind of high intensity symptoms. You're, it's something you notice and something that's actually kind of uh, impinging on your life. You're in the bathroom all the time. You're not able to, um, you're, it hurts all the time. You're really wanting um, antibiotics or medication to help with the symptoms because it's so um, top of mind. An acute UTI is again, when you're in the bathroom all the time, you have bacteria um, obviously in the urine and it's a new onset, sudden onset um, significant infection. Right, and that's that's exactly when you do want the antibiotics, and that's exactly when you do not want to go uh, on the uh, Facebook forum and ask for advice. <laughs> that's when you call your doctor and and you get a a, a prescription. Um, so, okay, let's imagine you dealt with your uh, onset of urinary tract infections. You're all in clear. Uh, three months later, you get another UTI. What's that now? 
That's a segue um, into recurrent UTIs. So recurrent is exactly what it sounds like. It happens again and again. So there's a textbook definition of recurrent UTIs. So for that textbook definition, it's if you have two or more UTIs within the last six months, or if you have three or more UTIs in the last one year. So of course, within that, there can be a wide range. There might be someone who has you know, two or three UTIs a year and they would have recurrent UTIs, but then there could be someone who has a UTI, it seems like every month. And obviously that's gonna be quite different for the person who has it only two times um, you know, in the last six months. Um, the thing with recurrent UTI, the real definition though, is that in between those UTIs, you should be symptom-free and actually also um, infection causing bacteria free. So not completely bacteria free, you'll have your microbiome, but you shouldn't have the infection causing um, bacteria within the bladder system. So that's the kind of standard definition of recurrent UTIs. Right. And another thing that I've heard that um, you can also look at, let's say, if you do culture um, this, your urine sample in between uh, for infection number one, and then three months later for the infection number two. Sometimes you can also see that there are different uh, bacteria that caused one versus another. So that could be also not necessarily uh, a must, but could be also a factor to point out that it comes from a different place or you know different organisms, and therefore it's two different infections rather than a one continuous one, which is a segue to the chronic UTI. <laughs> exactly. So you actually answered the question for me. So thanks for that. Right. So um, basically, like Anastasia said, a chronic UTI is one that's essentially lingering and doesn't go away. So with recurrent UTIs, you might have all of those symptoms, especially if it, um, it occurs, you know, every three months or so. You're going to have that burning, that pain, going to the bathroom all of the time, really wanting the antibiotics because it's affecting your life. With chronic UTI, it might be the same symptoms, but less intense. So a lot of uh, people who have chronic UTIs will have that, you know, they are just going to the bathroom, you know, every few hours, they're um, having discomfort with urine, but it's not that, you know, sharp, very sharp, stinging, burning pain. It's, you know, a bit of pain, they notice it, but it's something where you can kind of get on with your life, but you're not at your best, obviously. You're having these you know, chronic symptoms. The thing with a chronic UTI, again, is that if, you know, if we test your urine, there should be, and again, that infection-causing bacteria. And that's you know, really, again, when we initially talked about making sure it's not something else, because a lot of women can have chronic symptoms that aren't from UTIs. You really want to make sure with the chronic UTI, this is um, bacteria-caused symptoms rather than your anesthesia mentioned, like squatting or some new activity that you're doing. So that's important. Um, I do want to mention that there can kind of be this um, seeming overlap between recurrent UTIs and chronic UTIs, because I I think I, you know, define recurrent UTIs, I define chronic UTIs, but I think there can be this um, almost gray area where, like we said before, with recurrent UTIs, you should have infection-free periods. Um, but not all the time do we always, you know, check the urine after infection. 
Um, we don't, you know, always test for cure. And so in reality, some women might really not know if they have recurrent UTIs versus chronic UTIs because we're not checking their urine after they finish a course of antibiotics. And, you know, the next time they have an infection, it may or may not be the same type of bacteria. So it's really hard to know in real world rather than the textbook if it's really a chronic UTI versus a recurrent UTI. Right, and that's probably the reason why we're combining these two for this series, because ideally you would want to treat with long-term antibiotics only a chronic urinary tract infection, because you know uh, that's something that you know you, you, you're treating, but you're not completely getting rid of the, um, the those bacteria or those pathogenic organisms that are present in your bladder, and you want to keep it, keep doing it till you finally you know, uh, suppress their growth uh, versus, you know, recurrent UTI, some might think, okay, well, that's, uh, you know, what causes this reinfection? You know, you should stop doing something that cause that causes the reinfection, maybe vaginal cultures or see where else the source of the infection outside of the bladder, supposedly. Um, so, but since again, this is a gray area, so they, we kind of combine and say, we don't know, so we might as well treat everybody as a with recurrent UTIs as folks with chronic UTIs. Um, okay, so we have defined an infection. We have defined recurrent and chronic versus acute, and um, and we started talking uh, a little bit about how patients perceive uh, when something is wrong with them. So what kind of symptoms? You know, um, pretty specific. Uh, symptoms that you can't really um, not notice you, when you have an acute UTI and lingering symptoms that could be sometimes here or, or sometimes not here if it's a chronic or recurrent. Um, let's now talk about how doctors assess uh, patients for chronic versus uh, acute UTI for you know recurrent UTIs. Like what 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 physicians are paying attention to when they are trying to pinpoint this diagnosis? Right. Um, so obviously they're going to listen to your symptoms. So again, classic symptoms, they'll want to know, you know, how often you're having them, if they get better after you've taken the antibiotics, or if they still linger after the antibiotics, that can help kind of differentiate between the two. Um, and then the other thing that will be important here are, to somewhat to some extent, um, the uh, tests, because again, we want to have a test of cure between for recurrent UTI. So in between infections, there's no bacteria. It's not always done, but if you have a, um, a urine test that shows that there's no bacteria at some point, then that's a, that suggests recurrent UTIs um, versus uh, chronic UTIs. Again, also knowing what type of um, bacteria they are, because as you mentioned, if it's a different um, type of bacteria, that's gonna suggest recurrent UTIs rather than a chronic um, uh, source of infection within the bladder. So really, um, like I mentioned, it'll be the symptoms when they happen, and then also the test in relationship to the symptoms and when they happen. Right, and uh, we're going to cover tests in more details going forward in other episodes, but in general, there is there is a wide range of different uh, tests 
that could be done based on your urine sample. Uh, some of them are more advanced. Some of them are like from previous century. Uh, so <laughs> you could and far in between. Um, so we'll talk about this more, but um, in general, just a, a note about the tests and their role in uh, diagnosis and kind of deciding to go uh, along with long-term antibiotics. We, we need to know that uh, the tests are not going to have a very specific answer. It's going to provide some guidance to the practitioner and the patient. In many cases, when, when patients hear about a new test that could be done on their urine, they, they, they rate, their hopes are high to finally learn their definitive answer of what to do. And uh, unfortunately, um, there would be no such thing as a definitive answer as of now. Um, so that's kind of just one caveat. But uh, tune in later because we're going to cover that in more details. In terms of our intro for you know introducing the series and introducing kind of main definitions and terms, I think we've done a good job for now. Um, anything else, sorry? Just because um, it is easy from you know the healthcare point of view just to give antibiotics for these symptoms without really delving deeper um, and making sure that the true diagnosis is a recurrent UTI rather than something else. So. Definitely, it's in with, within your rights to ask for these tests and these other studies to make sure that you really do have either chronic UTIs or recurrent UTIs, and it's really not you know something else um, that's going on because you know antibiotics have their side effects as we all know, and you don't want to have to be on long-term antibiotics if it's not the right um, answer for you. So those tests are important, and. In terms of recording symptoms, um, there are a lot of tools out there. Um, I know I would give my patients out this little, you know, list and sheet of, you know, their symptoms, how much fluids they're drinking, you know, what they're eating, all of those things that can be related with UTI symptoms. But, you know, with technology, there are apps for that now. So you can definitely get a bladder diary app and really know, you know, when you're having the symptoms, you know, is it related to intercourse? Is it related to things you're eating? Um, and then also, you know, specifically, are the antibiotics actually working? So are your symptoms better with antibiotics or not? Because that can be a huge um, flag as to whether they will be beneficial for you or not um, long-term. Right. Um, okay, that's that's it for this first episode. Please tune in. Uh, we're going to have many more interesting things on the topic, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.